to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back on the block. We're back on the block. And as I stated before, we left. Block is hot. The block is hot. The block is hot. The block is hot. It is always hot on the block. The topics are jumping off. And we are talking about so many things. The text line is also hot. Y'all are informing us, keeping us informed. And you're sparking debate even right there. But we're going to talk about this debate because... Well, there's two things. I think it's blasphemy from what um, Shay Shay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know. I think it's blasphemy, that. but we're going to talk about Shay Shay and his blasphemous comment. And then we're also going to touch and talk about. I think we want to get into Jason Tatum. To me, you know, I'm I'm a Boston Celtics guy. I'm a, not only a fan but a former player there, and uh, spent some time up there, and got a chance to watch just over 100 turnovers in in a <laughs> in a playoffs that to me is yeah there's 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 something wrong to, for you to even get to the finals with that those type of numbers it's in impressive. itself but the struggles for me in his first finals of just shooting a 44 for 120 in his field goal attempts a, a disastrous 31% on two pointers disastrous from two-pointers, but he was effective at 45% of effective field goal percentage. But for the most part, great great in assists, seven, but four turnovers on average. But that was in the fourth quarter. <laughs> four turnovers in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. average. That's that When you're that's trying to rough. win, that's not good. That's rough. you you got to be rough. solid in the fourth yeah. quarter, right? And he was six for twenty-five with um, you know nine assists and four turnovers in 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 the last game, the closeout game is no bueno. That's that's just when you're trying to oust you know former champions and become a champion, you've got to play better. So my question is: Is Jason Tatum a fallen star, or is he? just an emerging superstar that just had to learn a lesson similar to like your Michael Jordans and your Kobe Bryant's in their first, you know, playoff debacles. And, but this ain't the first playoff, but it's his first finals. So, you know, that's a question I wanted to throw out because it just seemed like he was able to create separation against Miami and, you know, in, in the conference finals, he did some things, you know, against Bam Adebayo but it just looked like he struggled. He struggled trying to create space. He was driving, overdriving, driving into three defensive players, trying to Euro step between people, taking awkward, you know, types of shots. Didn't seem to have leg lift. Couldn't create space and separation with the body. He plays very upright to me. And, um, yeah, it just looked like it, it, if he doesn't get those things fixed, I don't know if there's going to be um, – you know, a, a better answer for them right. if they go forward. I want to give him a little bit benefit of the doubt. I He did just turn 24 years old, which is I'm about to turn 24 tomorrow, actually. So he's my age. I, I think there's still plenty of time to learn. It's interesting to see, too, and Texter says, speaks to to how good that Warriors defense was despite being undersized. 
I think your Jordan comparison, I don't think it's quite the same because that those Pistons teams legitimately bullied Michael Jordan. Like they were playing football almost on a basketball court. We talked like to Rick Moore. We talked to Rick Moore. Like it was if Michael Jordan was anywhere around the paint, like it wasn't we're gonna foul him hard, like we're gonna send him to the floor. So that was a little bit different defensive intensity than what Tatum's looking at. But like you've mentioned, Strick, when you get to the playoffs, man, like these defenses ratchet up the intensity. Oh, and and for a 24-year-old kid to see something like that in the finals, the Texter's right. How good the Warriors' defense was despite being undersized. It's just a completely different ball game. And, and, I, and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, but it'll be interesting to see, too, where the Celtics go from here. I, I think that they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the East, but you, you still got the, the Nets lingering. The Bucks aren't losing Giannis anytime soon. The Heat played well up until the Eastern Conference Finals. So the, the East is not the East of the past. Listen, when, when LeBron was in the East, it was basically a done deal. LeBron's Miami Heat teams, his Cleveland Cavaliers teams, they were going to the Finals. The East is not no slouch anymore. It's not. So I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, but it is a little bit concerning. It is. I, I am... I still, and I'm sticking to my guns, I'm standing straight up just like you did in the debate a little bit earlier. I'm not moving. Um, I think that the biggest thing that happened for Golden State, and I will not change my mind on this, was getting Gary Payton the second back. Yeah. The timing of his return. You have been very adamant about that, yeah. I'm telling you, it changed the whole dynamic on how they do things and what they were able to do with that small lineup defensively. The way that he played Jalen Brown, who Jalen Brown was on the cusp of of starting to go nuts right. and, and break out in the series, and he totally changed that whole dynamic and made it very tough. Jalen still had an okay, pretty good you know, series, but not having Tatum, not having the numbers that Jalen Brown early could have, you know, Al Horford kind of fell off towards hell, the finals. Then, too. Yeah, yeah, but then he, but he was big when yeah. he counted. Yeah, I mean, he was big. He was really the only one for me that seemed to have showed up when it really meant something. Right. And so uh, Marcus Smart just there was inconsistencies there. And then when I started to look down and up and down that bench, it just looked to me that. Golden State had a little bit more than what I initially thought as far as the bench comparisons mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. what they were able to do. Because even Jordan Poole, just, he had some, you know, he had some pool He wasn't days. even playing towards the end of the series. 14, was, 15 minutes a game. It was weird, and I don't know where that came from. That was from. Gary. That was Gary Payton II right. who was doing right. a lot of that work. And John says – And they, Looney. Yeah, Looney was a big part of that, too. Uh, John says, thankfully, the refs were letting them play for the most part, too. Agreed. Which, which they were. Agreed. And I, and I, this is the thing about the NBA. I wish they would let them play a little bit more in the regular season. I think there would be a little bit more attraction, a little bit more viewers focused on the NBA if that was the case. Because, like, regular season NBA basketball is kind of brutal to watch. Like, I, I, just I don't really don't watch it. I don't really care for it. I'll, yeah. I'll watch the playoffs and I'll watch the finals because they let them play a little bit. But... It was nice to see, and John, John, that you're entirely correct when you say that, is that they were letting him play, and it makes you think some of these younger players where you grew up in, in NBA and probably the G League and, and college basketball is headed this way too, you haven't really seen that physicality, right? I mean, Jason Tatum, mm -hmm. he it's not like you grew up in an era. Say what you will about LeBron then. 
LeBron grew up or started playing during the physical era. These kids that are 23, 24 years old, Jason Tatum's never seen anything right. like that. Right, not like that. Y- he's never played against not a team like where that. you're allowed to play physical like right. that, and it's an adjustment. Even and, and from his AAU days and even yeah. in college. Um, it's an adjustment. It is a very, it's very much an adjustment. I'm going to be interested to see where they go from here. Uh, their salary situations, Al Horford is still carrying. I mean, with those three, they're, they're all up at about that, you know, in between that $35, $40 million yeah. range, $45 million. Um, you know, White, you know, in the, I think in the, like, 15 to 20, uh, you know, Marcus Smart's in that same range. I'm wondering where they go from here, what additions they're going to be able to make, um, who they're going to keep, who they're not, what exceptions are right. So I'm interested to see what they do in the offseason, how they can make themselves better. But Shay Shay, your boy, that's your boy. I don't know. That's no, that's your homie. First, let me get to this real quick. Strick, I know you like this. JD says, could you imagine crybaby LeBron playing those Pistons teams? It would be a joke. Oh. (laughs) I need like that. I want to make sure I got that to you. Oh. Yo, I'm – oh. Oh. It would be very be very. I'm just thinking – oh, I'm just thinking about it. There's a lot of O's because I'm just thinking about how ugly that would be. Like, um, somebody sent me a tweet earlier, and then we're going to get to Shay Shay before we get out of here. Um, somebody sent me a tweet earlier, a friend of mine, and it was a tweet of the uh, the crew on NBA with Shaq and Kenny Smith, and Chuck and Chuck. They showed Kenny talked was talking about how when he turns the corner on the pick and roll, what it would have been like if he gets into the paint and then Shaq hits literally hits <laughs> Kenny in his chest, and then then Barkley hits. Shack in his chest right. and runs off. But that's that's what I've been telling people. When you turn the corner back in those days, you weren't played, looking yeah. you weren't looking for what type of layup you were gonna make or what type of Euro step you were gonna make. You were looking for who's rotating. Do I need to make this pass out? to the corner or stop <laughs> and pick hit this mid range? Right. Because I'm not going any further because there's a detriment to my health right. to go a little bit deeper right here. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's dead. Right. That's the situations you were thinking about right. when it happened. But Shay Shay, I, that's your boy. <laughs> After what he said, he's, bla- he's blasphemous. I don't think yes, he made. I don't think he's my boy. Shay Shay made a statement that was blasphemous in that he said that now what Steph Curry has done has ousted. Shaquille O'Neal, on one of the most dominant, probably the, probably most, the dominant most dominant centers of all time, five-time champion, four, five, four. right? Four, four, four-time champion. Three of the Lakers, three. one with the Heat, one with uh, D Wade, one with D Wade before. That's right. Yeah. So four-time champion ousted him out of the top ten. 402-464-5685. Do you think that's a blasphemous statement that Shay Shay just made? Or do you think Steph Curry should have? Come on that? now. There might be someone else you can bump out, but get out of here with that. I say that, but Don't we're going to take a that. break and come back and maybe uh, tap into some of you guys' uh, thoughts on that when we get back on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. East Strick and Nate on the block right after this. <laughs> 